Hitler was perhaps one of the most infamous dictators of all time. Today, we explore how this person who committed such unspeakable crimes rose to power, and it started at the end of World War I. World War One. this is just going to give a context to how Hitler was able to rise to power. World War One was a war that resulted in millions of deaths and millions of injuries. It was truly a tragic war. But one side did, even though a lot of people died on each side and there were considerable losses on each side, uh, there was a winning side. And that winning side was the Allies side. So there were two sides, the Allies and the Central Powers. The Allies were the Russian Empire, Romania, France, Portugal, Italy, Greece, Serbia, Great Britain, and uh, the U.S. would also join the Allies. And then the Central Powers were the German Empire, the Austro-Hungarian Empire, Bulgaria, and the Ottoman Empire, which makes up modern-day Turkey. So the Allies were fighting the Central Powers, and the Allies ended up winning. Once the Allies ended up winning, there needed to be some kind of treaty that would deal with the aftermath of the war, and that was the Treaty of Versailles. On June 28, 1919, the Allies basically showed this Treaty of Versailles to Ger- Treaty of Versailles to Germany, and Germany would need to sign the Treaty of Versailles. According to the Treaty of Versailles, Germany had to give up a lot of its land. It had to give up control of the Saar Basin coal mines. It had to give up sovereignty over all of Poland and recognize Poland as its own independent nation. And it had to give up a big part of itself, which was Prussia. So Germany was separated from Prussia. So the main idea to take away here is that Germany, as a result of World War I, lost a lot of land. And according to Article 159 of the Treaty of Versailles, the German army would be demobilized and severely reduced as set in place from then on. So, so far, we have that Germany has lost a lot of land, and we also have that Germany's army or its military forces have been severely diminished. Now, Germany also had to pay reparations uh, for its kind of what was considered wrongdoings uh, during World War I. So Germany needed to supply the Allied nations, which were the winning nations of World War I, and all of their associated powers, with a total that would be later set at $56 billion. And if you kind of convert that to how much money that was back then that was a lot of money and that would compensate for all the damage done to civilians of the allied nations and the associated power all these different nations and their property perhaps however the most detrimental and significant article of the treaty of versailles was article 231 Article 231 said, quote, The Allied and Associated Governments affirm and Germany accepts the responsibility of Germany and her allies for causing all the loss and damage to which the Allied and Associated Governments 
and their nationals have been subjected as a consequence of the war imposed upon them by the aggression of Germany and her allies. So in 1929, in 1929, America experienced the Great Depression. And because of the Great Depression, American banks withdrew loans from Germany. And Germany, who was already struggling, basically uh, plunged into economic uh, chaos. So Hitler took advantage of people's anger and he offered a very convenient kind of thing to blame because people wanted something to blame. And Hitler basically blamed all this economic uh, chaos on the Jews. And this was quite successful because people in a lot of people at that time were already anti-semitic so it kind of brought out the their anti-semitic nature and it gave people someone to blame someone to take out their hatred and their anger on it was really quite sad and he said that you know the jews are causing this problem and he is going to be the one that promises to restore germany's prior greatness Now, during the Great Depression, Germany had plunged into chaos. Germany was not doing well. And a lot of the parties at that time were really unable to deal with this crisis. So the mainstream parties were unable to deal with the crisis. And the left-wing opposition, the left-wing parties, were basically consumed by their own internal squabbles. So no one, none of the government was really dealing with this crisis. And so Hitler was saying that he can deal with this crisis. He can bring Germany back to prior greatness. So people started to flock to the Nazi party. And the Nazi party really started to gain momentum and really started to gain support. Because a lot of people at the time were anti-Semitic, as I mentioned, Hitler declared communism and capitalism, which were two uh, systems of government that were being used during that time and before that time, he declared both of these types of government to be Jewish conspiracies. And he said his Nazi party was the way to go. By this point, Hitler was gaining a lot of popularity, so he decided to run for president. He lost, but he did gain a lot of the votes, which showed that Hitler was quite popular. So the person who did end up winning for president, which was Hindenburg, Hindenburg actually appointed Hitler as the chancellor. And Hindenburg did this for his own reasons. He wanted to use Hitler as the chancellor, uh, hoping that, you know, having Hitler in his uh, kind of government would make him more popular because he had a popular figure at his side. Um, That obviously didn't end up working. A bit after Hitler became the chancellor, there was an event. Basically, there was a government building in Germany that was burned. And Hitler said that he needed to be given emergency powers in order to deal with this crisis of this government building being burned. So he was offered these emergency powers. As soon as he was given these emergency powers, as soon as he was given any kind of power, he immediately started using it. He completely... He completely got rid of the freedom of press. He started passing anti-Semitic or anti-Jewish laws. And he uh, got rid of any other parties besides the Nazi party. 
at this point, Hitler was extremely popular. And he got even more popular when businessmen and people, you know, on the higher、uh, rankings of society, businessmen, intellectuals, they all started supporting Hitler. And the reason why they started supporting Hitler is because they wanted to be on the right side of public opinion. The public opinion had shifted into liking Hitler. And if they spoke against Hitler, they were scared that the people would turn against them. So they supported Hitler, which only further increased his popularity.